So while I'm recording this episode, I'm due to attend an event by Spotify, which is my podcasting partner, and where I have these celeb podcasters of India coming and sharing room. I'm so excited. There's live wire Barkha Dutt, the much-loved Bollywood star Rajkumar Rao, and the earlier Zomato and now Google sensation Durga Raghunath. and oh so outstandingly bold lisa mangaldas and so many popular celebrities and i'm thinking wow what a room to share what brains i'm also thinking i'll make some nice friends will i only time will tell but do ask me if you want by commenting here in this episode and i'll answer all the questions i promise in the next one next week Don't we all have that one friend who's the life of a party and who can talk to anyone and everyone? Don't most of us also have another friend who's stationed at a far away corner of a far away room even when the party is full swing? I know you're nodding your head with a smile. And there's nothing more awkward, believe you me, there's nothing more awkward than that uncomfortable silence between two people. who can talk but don't talk what they need is just some confidence just some ideas and just some icebreakers and today i'm going to share not one not two but many many icebreaking conversation starter options with these you can talk to strangers anytime every time all the time i'm going to present a whole buffet of options for you so pick what you like use what you like eat what you like but i insist you save this episode and try each one of these items in the menu in the buffet at least once each trick at least once and don't give up before trying all of them and importantly let me know which ones worked for you it's important for all of us to share all right here we go So is it really important to be able to talk to strangers? And if you think it's important, which I'm guessing you do, does the thought of starting a conversation with a stranger make you nervous, make you anxious? While some people, they have a knack for making a conversation. I mean, they can talk to a wall, but there are others who struggle to make even small talk. Therefore, I believe to start a conversation is a valuable social skill whether you want to get a client you want to impress a client or you want to you know strike a conversation with a new date you just want to chat with someone new how to initiate a conversation how to keep a conversation going how to build that engagement if you learn that art you'll feel much more comfortable much more confident in most social situations Believe it or not, it's like a life skill. So the sooner you learn it, the better it is for you. So how do you start? What are the ways to start? They say the best things in life are simple. So start simple. Not every great conversation needs to have a deep philosophical earth-shattering observation. Begin simple. 
Try small talk. Most people try small talk. Oh, the weather's been lovely. The other one will say, the food here is delicious. Did you try it? Someone will come and say, so how do you know the host? Each to his own, but I prefer staying away from small talk. And definitely avoid tired or controversial topics. So I would say tired topics, conversational top, uh, controversial topics, especially around religion, gender, politics, are a strict no-no. So what is a yes? Let's see the buffet spread today. Let's see what all tips and tricks come to you for talking to a stranger in this buffet. For this, let me make you imagine a scene. You're at an industry conference and this conference is hosted in a luxury retreat. So it's everything is very fancy. There are lots of people there. But you haven't had time to meet anyone yet. You spent the whole morning listening to a series of workshops and roundtable discussions. And now it's lunchtime. And you have an opportunity to mingle. But you don't know anyone. Everyone there seems to know someone. They're all talking. And you feel, oh, they know each other from long ago. But it's not really a fact. Most of them have just met. So don't worry. Stop dreading the FOMO. That's what the kids call it these days, fear of missing out. You're not going to miss out. Today's buffet of tips and tricks is going to make you make a lot of friends at this networking lunch hour. And before you know it, you'll go from being complete strangers to good friends. So here's your trick number one. Present positivity. Even though you're nervous, you stay positive. Keep your body language relaxed, you know, give a gentle smile, give a, keep eye contact. Sometimes what we don't say is just as important as what we do say. So slouching, looking away, frowning is a no-no. I mean, smile, give a gentle smile. Let that be a, there be a wow expression. Keep your posture open with your arms rested relaxed so that you come across as friendly open while i urge you to maintain a good eye contact i mean look at people in the eye but please please don't stare just keep things natural a natural smile a natural glance look at the other person's eyes but glance away occasionally don't make the other person uncomfortable Assume the best in others and believe that your interaction today with someone is going to be great. So present positivity. When you present yourself positively, your mind is at ease. When you're at ease, you seem more approachable. When you're more approachable, you welcome others to talk to you. So you help break the ice. You don't have to restrict your conversation to business topics. You can look for other things you have in common. You might have the same taste in clothes, a similar you know, affinity for gadgets, or maybe book reading, or maybe movies. You may even have a mutual friend on LinkedIn. You might have gone to school together. Just one shared connection or thought can have one conversation start many conversations. So, present positivity.
Let's see what's on the menu as trick number 2. Now this trick is by far my favorite. It's the easiest. It has maximum chances of working in your favor. Start the conversation with a compliment. Everyone wants to feel good, isn't it? The day your partner or your friend praises you or your teacher gives an applause, you're on top of the world. So I'm asking here to give a compliment. But try to keep that con compliment genuine. I'm not asking you to do unnecessary, ingenuine flattery. That's not going to work. Now, I mean, if you're giving a compliment on someone's fitness, make sure he's not limping that day. And make sure your compliments are not cheesy and they don't turn the other person off instead of on. You can genuinely say things like, I love the question you asked at the conference earlier. Ah, that's a great looking portfolio. I've heard about your work. I'm a huge fan. We are all humans. We love compliments. We love when other things, others say nice things about us. We know someone wants to befriend us if he's complimenting. So we reciprocate faster and better. A compliment starts your interaction on a positive note. Imagine if you said, that's a great looking portfolio. Go on, share your name, tell them about yourself, offer a friendly handshake. This is particularly useful if you know you don't have any other conversation starters to rely on. Make a professional first impression. And also this is going to prompt the other person to share their name, to share more information about themselves. And so the conversation grows. But don't stop here. Go on, ask further. That's a great looking portfolio. Does it also fit a 13 inches MacBook? Compare notes on portfolio brands or what you enjoyed most about the conference. You've broken the ice with just one genuine compliment. I know you're thanking me because you just made a new friend. But don't forget to exchange numbers or connect on platforms like LinkedIn or whatever is your common ground. While some people recommend wearing a peacock piece to draw attention, I'm particularly not a fan of this one. But who said you have to eat every dish in the buffet? It also doesn't mean the dish can't be there. So here it is, the peacock piece. What is a peacock piece? So you must have noticed in parties and events, some people like to wear a piece of clothing or an accessory that just that's eye-catching. It draws everyone's attention. Everyone's talking about it. It could be a bold color, a bold dress, something that catches the eye, something that expresses your personality. It could be a jumping off point for conversations. But like I said, I'm not a fan of peacock pieces, but each to his own. If you like it, go ahead. Personally, I'm going to let this dish pass and try out something else in the buffet. see what's on the menu in the buffet as your trick number three. Now the trick number three is ask a question. You can ask a question or an advice on anything but ask. 
Let's see, what can you ask? Okay, everyone has to eat. Food is a great way of breaking the ice and bond. All networking events have snacks and drinks. Try asking someone. I haven't grabbed anything from the buffet yet. Is there something you think I should try? Or maybe you can say, Coffee is my poison. Do you want to grab some? Or you can say, Can I join your exciting table? They might share some good advice and you may even find a new friend to dine with. But make sure when you're asking them a question, the answer is easy. The question is easy to answer. Don't put a person in a difficult spot. This is great when you know or you find out that the person has expertise in that particular field. If I'm talking about, say, Durga Raghunath as my at my Spotify event and I talk to her about her journey from food at Zomato to everything under the sun at Google, I'm sure she'll have lots to say. Or if I go ahead and ask Lisa Mangaldas what gives her strength and I actually want to know this one, what gives her strength to speak about such taboo topics with such bravado and especially without making anyone, including herself, feel an iota of discomfort. If I ask her this, I'm sure I'm going to hit a gold mine. So when you ask a question, be sure it's easy for the other person to answer. Ask a question about what the person does and then listen. Listen, listen. Listening is extremely crucial. Active listening is so crucial to conversations, it's not even funny. People often enjoy talking about things they're passionate about. So be genuinely interested in what they say. This, what you hear, can be excellent fuel for a great conversation. A friend just dropped in and was reading my podcast when I was writing this. So she suggested one thing which works for her. She said you could even ask for help. It never goes wrong. Ask if you know somebody could keep your seat or maybe pass a napkin. It's worked for her. Give it a try. One more thing you could do for questions is ask an open-ended question. Because see what happens. If your question can be answered with a yes or a no, the person says yes to something or no to something, the conversation will stop. And you won't even know how to continue it. So all that effort down the drain. So keep a follow-up questions ready. You've got to keep the flow of conversation continuous. For example, let's imagine if you asked, Wow, is that mushroom risotto? They'll say, Yes, it is. Or, No, it's vegetable. And the conversation will stop. So what do you do? What you've got to say is, Wow, is it mushroom risotto? I'm going to try that too. Follow it up with, It really smells good. Do you know what wine would go well with that? And yes, I'm joining your exciting table. Please keep room for me. You could even crack a joke afterwards. Return with food and say, thanks for letting me join. I was getting so nervous about eating alone. I would have looked like a glutton. Jokes can help build rapport with people. But remember, icebreakers will only bring you so far. You've got to learn 
the art of keeping conversations going and make them engaging. It's not some magic potion. You're not going to learn it in a day, but practice is what is going to help you train yourself. Important things to note, read the room. Avoid quips that are controversial or rude or offensive, but keep the conversation going, even on a light note, but keep it going. Make sure you approach your conversations with openness and curiosity. What did you think about that keynote speaker? Wow, how did you decide to come up for this event? What prompted you? Notice, these are all open-ended questions, not a yes or no questions. They'll have to think about the question, then give the details. This will give you more opportunities to ask more follow-up questions and keep chatting. Thank you for listening to this episode of Communicate 101 Speaking Writing Tips with Sarika Singh. If you want to be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe button and follow the podcast. I'll be back to share more stories, more life experiences and more communication tips every Friday. If you want to reach me or connect with me, just put your comments in the comment box below or mail me at info at sarikasingh.in. I know you're going to rate and review this podcast, so a big thank you in advance. Stay tuned and think about what we talked today.